Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of the Blue Collar Podcast. This is a pretty special episode to me. Um, I actually had the whole starting of this podcast recorded already. Um, It was all on Instagram Live and I hit record on Instagram Live and I didn't hit record on the computer yet. So there's maybe 30 seconds of the actual podcast that's missing. Um, just explaining um, what I was going to talk about in the podcast in the first place and the whole intro that I'm doing now. But um, if anybody's confused about why it's episode 5 and not 4, we actually recorded episode 4 yesterday. It was um, Jason and myself and it's (laughs) waiting for approval right now because we said fuck so many times. Um, they're actually getting a, a third party reviewing. So I'm sure there's people actually listening to my podcast and um, not just letting it be submitted and just hoping for the best that it doesn't get uh, reported by a bunch of people. But um, it's under review right now. As soon as it's up, I will put it up. And if it doesn't get approved for you know Spotify and Podbean and all that kind of stuff, then I'm going to put it onto YouTube and I'm going to hold a contest to see who the top fan is and see who could count the exact number of fucks said in that podcast because I heard the podcast about seven times now and I know exactly how many times it was said. So whoever comes up with that perfect number will get the title as the top fan of the podcast or something like that. And then once we have um, some swag made up, I'll make sure that that top fan gets the first batch of swag as a nice little thank you gift. But I hope you enjoy this podcast because it's been a long time coming. I've wanted to do this. Um, It's all on anxiety disorders. There's several different types. It goes everything from uh, panic disorders, phobias, social anxiety, Um, OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, separation anxiety, illness anxiety, which is uh, aka hypochondriac, and PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I go over kind of my, I guess, journey that I've gone through for uh, almost 13 years now. And just kind of explaining where I'm at, mostly getting a lot of weight off my chest. This is kind of like one of the main reasons why I wanted to do a podcast in the first place. I wanted to be able to help others, like help myself by helping others. Because it's a a very common um, disorder that people have. It's like one in five right now. And they're they're thinking that the new... uh, the new stats this year are going to be one in four. So one in four people have some sort of anxiety disorder. And that could be anything from um, like a phobia. Like a lot of people are, you know, scared of spiders. Um, social anxiety. You don't like being around a crowd of people. It's it, it comes down to just what your poison is. It's There's a lot to choose from. Obviously, it's not like a shopping list. You don't want to just go out and get one because it's it's not really a fun thing to live with. I've dealt with it for a long time, and I uh, I explain in fairly good detail um, through the whole podcast. So have a nice little listen, and hopefully you enjoy it. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that good stuff. Because we've got a whole bunch more podcasts coming up and we don't want anybody to miss them. They're going to be awesome. Thanks. Be um, uh, social anxiety. So extreme fear of being judged by others in social situations. I'm just reading off of Healthline. It's like I couldn't describe it any better than what these are here. So you got uh, panic disorder. Yeah. Experiencing recurring panic attacks at unexpected times. A person with panic disorder may live in fear of the next panic attack. That's literally what I live with every single day. It's 
like literally exactly what it says. You're having a panic attack thinking about having a panic attack. It's just a fucking brutal, vicious cycle that doesn't, it doesn't seem to ever go away. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, I just, myself, I suffer with uh, just a general anxiety. It's the, it's the whole flight or fight. And it could be anything from bills. You're thinking about bills that you have coming up. You're worried about your job security. Um, it could be fucking anything. It could have been something that happened 20 years ago. And it just keeps living in the back of your mind. It's like that nasty little troll that's telling you to just fucking run away from whatever the hell you think is bothering you. But there isn't actually really anything there. Um, phobias. Excessive fear of specific objects, situation, or, or activity. I don't have any phobias, really. I guess I don't really like spiders too much, but they're fucking assholes. And then some of you guys live in Australia. And that shit could live in your shoe and fucking kill you when you put your shoes on, which isn't very nice. So, I guess a lot of people have phobias like bugs and shit like that anyways. Um, Social anxiety disorder. Extreme fear of being judged by others in a social situation. I don't think I have that. I'm like a pretty social butterfly for the most part. But I don't... uh, No, I never really get like that i've been to a couple of concerts where it's like overwhelming there's so many people there's like a thousand couple thousand people there but for the most part i don't really care for it i kind of like being around lots of people uh ocd yeah i definitely have that obsessive compulsive disorder reoccurring irrational thoughts that lead lead you to perform specific repeated behaviors i guess not really it's more like having things in a line and being organized and stuff like that. It's I think it's more like being a perfectionist, to be honest with you. This is the big one I've been dealing with for... Fuck, I don't know. I think that's kind of where it all started was with a separation anxiety. Fear of being away from home or loved ones. That's probably the biggest one that I've been dealing with I find it it's the worst after like a breakup or seeing a family member that I haven't seen in a long time or talking to somebody I know I I talked to my dad a couple days ago and for probably four hours afterwards like I was just shaking the whole time and I just generally just felt like shit but I was happy that I got to talk to him. But it's a fact that I don't know when the next time I'm going to talk to him is or something like that. I think that's what it is. Um, illness, anxiety disorder. That's... I believe that is used to be called hypochondria. Or if you're a hypochondriac, you always think that there's something wrong with you. It's either um, you... You think, you know, you got cancer or some of that because you're coughing or you got fucking SARS or whatever. You got you, you always think that there's something wrong with you, but there actually isn't. It's it's all in your head. Um, I don't think I really have something like that. I know a, a lot of people that do. Every time they're, they're on WebMD and shit like that, and they're just like, oh, I started coughing. I, I probably have lung cancer or something like that. Like, oh, probably fucking not. You're probably just freaking out and you smoke too much weed or something like that. But, uh, yeah, that's considered uh, an anxiety disorder now. It's not, uh, it's not really classified as just a straight-up mental illness. It's under anxiety now. And this really nice one right here is... Uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I've seeked counseling for mine, and it definitely, definitely helps. And anybody that has or thinks that they have PTSD, I, I think you generally know if you have PTSD or not. Um, it's 
anxiety following a traumatic event. Um, as a lot of people know, we had a pretty bad uh, house fire here in November, and I was underneath the vehicle that had caught fire, and I ended up catching on fire. And not exactly the part that really bothered me is the fact that myself and uh, my best friend damn near got killed on my account and that was something that I had to it wasn't going away with me just just talking about it to myself and reassuring myself for sure it was uh, I ended up seeking counseling for a few weeks quite extensively I was in there for a few hours every every time I went in and um, yeah that that PTSD was mostly at night because it happened at night so um, yeah I would go to bed and I would have to have the heat shut off in the house and like it was fairly cold outside we're in Calgary it was maybe like minus 20 25 something like that so I had the heat shut off all night because if I felt a little bit warm in the middle of the night while I was sleeping I would wake up like I would start dreaming that I was reliving that situation over again and I would literally get to the point where I'm on fire and I would it would replay a different situation where I didn't get out or I got completely engulfed in flames and not just like the one side of me and another situation was we didn't make it out of the garage because the the fire chief investigator he had told me a story of um the last call that he went to in Edmonton the exact same situation as what happened with um, Jason and I we were these people were working in the garage on something and they had like I don't know dropped a gas tank on an SUV there was two vehicles in there so it was pretty packed and they had like a propane heater by the door and I guess when they pulled the fuel tank out, a bunch of fuel spilt on the floor. And there was lots of vapors and stuff like that. (coughs) But um, somebody had come into the garage. They opened up the door and brought a whole bunch of fresh air in. And it ignited the fire. But it went off and, like, it flashed. So it slammed the door shut, like, extremely hard behind the person. And they were all disoriented. They ended up on the ground. Everything was on fire. The fuel tank was on fire. And they tried getting out. The one person slid underneath the garage door. And they got out. And the other two people, they hid underneath the vehicles to try and wait for the fire to go out. And the whole garage burnt right to the ground. And that's where they were found. It was underneath the vehicles. So... I've had that situation play over my head where we didn't make it out. We weren't lucky. And another situation is um, Jason was in a different spot. Luckily, he was right by the door. We had the door open. We took every safety precaution there was because I did smell some gas fumes in the garage. We had the heat shut off, all that good stuff. I'm working on shit my whole life. Like, I know the safe way to do things. But... I apologize for this fucking chair. It's driving me nuts. It's squeaking like crazy. I can't fix it. But the other situation that really bothered me was um, Jason was somewhere else in the garage. And he didn't make it out. So I felt like I was responsible for killing my friend basically like but this was all like hypothetical like very lucid dreams that were happening so I I dealt with that I went and seen the counselor even though I'm absolutely bullheaded I'm stubborn I you generally just keep everything in and deal with it on my own but I couldn't I I couldn't do it this time because I I didn't sleep for days I know Jason didn't sleep as either like I'd lost absolutely everything that I'd 
had admired that I had in this house. So, um, yeah, for the PTSD, I know I wanted to have my buddy Darren on. He was, uh, he's a military vet. He was in, I think, for quite a few years. I wanted to talk to him about PTSD just because that's a very, very um, common issue within the uh, the armed forces, guys. So I'm sure when he comes on, we're going to talk about a lot of this crap again. But uh, yeah, so for the panic disorders, this is... I've gone through everything from uh, medication. Um, I had started out on lorazepam, which is like a mild, uh, like a, a moderate in anxiety medication. It didn't make me feel that great. I mean, the uh, it calmed me down to the point where there was no anxiety whatsoever, no panic attacks. But there was a lot of side effects where um, my eating habits got pretty bad. I wasn't really eating too much. I didn't really feel like going out at any time. Um, and then there was, um, right near the end, when I decided to get off of it, was I started getting a lot of suicidal thoughts, which is really weird for a medication that should be helping with that kind of stuff. So I just, I I got off of that and I started to think of like an alternative, right? And it ended up getting a lot worse. I went to my doctor again and he put me on, um, as far as I know, it's the highest, uh, the highest dose of anxiety medication is Xanax and it was pretty hefty. I mean, I'd, I'd take one and I wouldn't really remember the rest of the day. It was, it was pretty shitty. I don't know how a lot of these people like, uh, there's like rappers and shit like this that are just eating Xanax, like fucking Skittles. Like, like I, I took them as medication for help. And they were horrible at that point. So I could just imagine, like, that's obviously why their music is shit and everything else. But, like, you kind of look at them and that's that's what that drug does to you. So ever since then, I've been trying to find a way, a alternative to curing my anxiety and panic disorders and all this kind of stuff. So... My, f- my first outlet has been, obviously, um, like, diet has been a really big one. I heard, you know, a lot of what you eat affects your hormones, your hormone balances. And, you know, a lot of people say is you are what you eat. So, that kind of makes sense. Um, exercise is a really big one, too. I, I found when I started exercising a lot more and working out, um, I can't really run because I'm fucking out of shape, but I go for a lot of walks. I live in a pretty nice neighborhood, so I'm able to go walk through the ravines and stuff like that. But there's, um, um, I've been trying CBD actually. So I've been trying this CBD. It's, um, Oh, it is actually probably the gayest name ever. BC Intergalactic Princess. It's a pot, obviously, but it's got no, there's no THC in it. It's 0.0%. And the CBD content is 7.9%. That's like one of the highest ones that I could find so far. Um, Every once in a while, it does help. But I think it's it's more in my head where I know that I'm smoking pot because pot, I know a lot of people are like, oh, smoke a joint and chill out. I literally, I smell weed <clears throat> and that's it. Like I'm I'm having like the worst panic attack ever. Um, 
I actually can't remember the last time I did smoke weed, but the last time I I actually smoked some like pot pot. Um yeah, it did not go good at all. I was having an anxiety attack within fucking 10 minutes at least. And usually counteracting a really bad panic attack, uh, panic attack like that. Um my advice has always been to crack a beer. A nice cold beer. It, it's always it's it's like it's like a security blanket for me. But now that's led to other health problems that I'll get into later. But that's that's been like my uh my comfort my uh, my comfort zone was just cracking a beer and just thinking about drinking that beer and how much fun I'm gonna have later or something like that. And just just trying to keep my mind off of it really. Um but uh what's another thing that usually worked um a cold shower will usually snap snap you out of it that'll usually snap anybody of fucking anything but um yeah it's i noticed it get a lot worse when i moved into the the house i'm in now because um not allowed to have pets for some stupid reason a lot of places now don't accept pets which is a ridiculous thing especially when you offer a a damage deposit like non-refundable so that they could you know professionally have the house cleaned but anyways um a lot of people that know me know that i had this super awesome cat and uh no her name was dozer it was named appropriately she was fucking attached to me at the hip Um, the whole time that I had that cat, I never, I don't remember ever having a anxiety attack. I, I thinking back on that a a few days ago, I thought of it like, I think I might've had one and it was, I don't think I was home at the time. So I think that's where a lot of my my separation anxiety comes in to play is not having it's almost like not being responsible for something like you are the you have to take care of this so like replacing something with an animal obviously doesn't solve the problem but it it obviously helped it helped a lot so now i've been seeking um so i've actually been looking into it i can get a support animal for severe cases of anxiety and i'm at the very very far end of the spectrum for anxiety and panic attacks like my my panic attacks were so bad leading up to um when what was that so i had a heart attack in october of 2017 i think it was 2017 yeah it was like 26 or something like that 27 but i i had it was like a mild heart attack it wasn't super serious I didn't have to get a stint put in or anything like that but that was from just an overload of stress and letting my anxiety accumulate for so long it was uh yeah I I think at that point it was more on the separation anxiety kicking on to me and just bottling up for so long just pushing it down be a man deal with your shit that's what what everybody usually says right but I let it get so bad and kind of let myself go I wasn't eating properly I barely slept barely slept I probably slept like four hours a night for probably a year year and a half and you get you can't treat your body like that it's it's like driving your vehicle for 
you know, 10 years and never changing the oil, never checking the oil or like even cleaning it, anything like that, you know, give it a can of uh, fuel treatment or injector cleaner or something like that once in a while, like take care of yourself. So yeah, I, I had a, it was pretty bad. I was at work actually. And I think it was like a phone call or something that triggered it. And I figured I was having a panic attack and I was like, man, this is the first panic attack I've ever had at work. So I kind of stopped for a minute and I tried to have something to eat and I almost, I was almost immediately sick. I had something to drink and I sat in my, in my machine at work. I was actually loading rock trucks. I was working on the highway and I pulled the the safety lever down and I sat there and I remember looking out the window at the ground and next thing you know I open up my eyes and I'm warped over the the foot controls the the arms that come up I was leaned over those and I had my foreman and one of the truck drivers up on the tracks of the cab and they're trying to lift me up and that's how I woke up and he's like hey you are you okay are you okay and like automatically they were you know obviously everybody is ready for first aid in case like if you have a heart attack it's usually CPR and AED so they asked me if I was okay and I I couldn't say anything I couldn't even focus my eyes and then um, I can't remember what it was. I slid my hand towards my chest and I kept go like tapping my chest like this with my fingers with my right hand because like my whole left side was just done. It was not happening. And I kept tapping my chest and he's like, you having a heart attack? And I kind of like nodded my head a little bit and he went and ran to his truck and he grabbed some aspirin i don't know if they were 81 milligram or not i never even asked i didn't even care but he just put them up to my mouth put them in there and literally had to help me chew them and they ended up carrying me put me into the truck they ripped me down to the clinic down the road and they said while giving him the aspirin was good it probably saved him from having a, a severe heart attack so they put me back in into the truck they said he's gonna be okay but he has to go to the hospital right away i said we call an ambulance and by then i was somewhat walking i wasn't really talking or anything i was more in shock of anything really so they drove me down to the hospital and yeah sure shit they ran enough tests on me and uh, it was just like a minor to mild heart attack but that's Literally from letting your stress bottle up so long and not dealing with mental problems, your anxiety and all that kind of stuff. Just it puts so much stress on your heart and, and your brain. Like, fuck, if I didn't have anxiety attacks, I'd be doing pretty good. I'd be able to add simple numbers and shit. But the... Um, yeah, panic attacks, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't understand what anxiety is, period. They're, um, it's, everybody always says, it's in your head. Um, just relax. These are things that I hear all the time. Smoke a joint, fucking chill out. Um, fuck, what's another one I hear all the time? Oh, that's just life. That's the one that pisses me off. I'm just like, yeah, you just wait until this panic attack is done. I'm going to find something and beat you with it. Because that's just bullshit. It's not. It's something that happened in your life. And you didn't realize that you needed help to deal with it. And now you're fucking paying for it. That's exactly what it is. The... Oh almost having a fucking anxiety attack just talking about this i've been trying to muster up the courage to talk about this for a really really long time i've i've 
seen counselors for many years on my anxiety. I've talked to lots of friends. There's only a couple of people in this world that actually either understand and care or care to understand. Like they, they want to know how I feel, what it's like, how they can help. And I think it's a lot of people are just not informed. They don't, they just don't understand what it is because they don't have it. They think a lot of people are just looking for attention or something like that. And it's definitely not it. Like that, the last thing that I want when I'm having an anxiety attack is fucking attention. I just want to be left alone. But that's the whole fight or flight is when you, when you take flight, you don't, you want to just remove yourself from the whole situation and everything that goes along with it. And that includes everybody around you. And you can't, you can't do that at all because that's just putting gas on the fire, so to speak. But see, I don't understand this right here because it says symptoms of general anxiety. And these are all these are all symptoms of a panic attack, but it doesn't it doesn't really add up. But anyways, th- this is actually what my panic attacks feel like. So increased heart rate, like generally my heart rate is really really high for no reason whatsoever like right now I'm at 115 beats per minute which is ridiculous I go to bed it's at like 90 a couple weeks ago um, for different reasons my heart rate was very very low it was my resting heart rate was about 65 while I was sleeping which is the lowest I've ever seen it I've had a Fitbit for a few months now and I've never seen that once but um, symptoms, uh, increased heart rate. Um, even if your heart rate isn't actually increased, it feels like it is. It feels like your heart is just fucking pounding out of your chest. Like It feels like your heart's going to explode. And that gets your mind going. You start freaking out about, oh, is there something wrong with my heart? Am I having a heart attack? Am I going to die? I'm going to have a stroke? Shit like that. And it just snowballs out of control. Um, rapid breathing. Not being able to catch your breath. Like right now I'm trying to just take a breath and then I'm good. But uh, rapid breathing. So you're, you feel like your chest is really tight. Um, the, the best way I could describe it is somebody is hugging you just a little bit too fucking tight all the time. And it doesn't go away. Well while you're having the anxiety or panic disorder, whatever, your panic attacks. Um, Restlessness. If you notice, I haven't fucking stopped moving for like this whole time. It's, um, it's, it's the anxious feeling. You're, you feel like you, you're supposed to be doing something. You're, you're supposed to be leaving. You're supposed to be getting away from a situation that you don't exactly understand. It's, um, yeah, I get like involuntary muscle spasms and shit like that when my panic attacks are really bad and I'll feel like I'm choking and then I freak out and I have to stand up and run away and stuff like this. It's, it's fucking horrible because I know that that's not me as a person. I'm like very, very calm person. I'm relaxed. I'm like a like something goes wrong I say fuck it I'm that kind of person so it's definitely not like me and I I don't like being depicted as this type of person that's that's the other thing too is you're always you're always worried about how you're being judged by everyone around you and that you're a burden on everybody that's around you when you're having an anxiety attack you're like there's something wrong with you that nobody else understands and that's that's basically what it is but people don't for the most part people don't understand that and they don't understand that we we that suffer from it actually that's how we feel um 
the trouble concentrating fuck this is the one that i've been really burning with because when i'm trying to do a podcast like there's a lot of like not really stress but you're you feel pressured to come up with shit on the spot and like most of the time i know I did a couple of podcasts like I'm so grateful that I had my brother and Jason on here because I was just drawing a blank like I have to for this part like here I'll show everybody that's on watching this on Instagram but I have to write everything down on sticky notes because I'll start having a fucking anxiety attack in the middle of the podcast and I won't be able to remember what the hell I'm doing and I'll be just looking at everybody just like keep this shit going because I can't think right now. So I started writing everything down. That's funny because the first thing on this one list is time travel. And then the fourth thing is aliens. So that's actually the shit from the podcast I did yesterday. So as soon as that's up, you guys are going to fucking freak out. And then I got another podcast to do on Saturday with my brother that's across the country. And that's going to be a really good one. But, oh, the last thing. Difficulty falling asleep. A lot of people are wondering why the fuck I'm doing a podcast. Well, I'm in Alberta, so it's 20 after 2 in the morning. But a lot of people are wondering why I'm doing a podcast right now. It's because I have fucking really bad anxiety and I don't sleep. I've been going to bed at like 4 o'clock, between 3 and 5 o'clock in the morning for the past, I don't know, week, week and a half, something like that. And I'm up at like 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, basically every day, um, sometimes earlier than that. Um, like during the summer, I never have this problem. I know... A lot of people have SED and stuff like that from like vitamin deficiencies, not being in the sun. It's like super, super common. A lot, a lot of people get it, but I, I've been supplementing with vitamins for that specific reason since like September. So I should be up on that. Um, yeah, I, I don't do the sleeping pills. I, I think that's just a really bad idea in general you're you're gonna fuck up your natural clock inside you're you're gonna end up not being able to sleep without them um i tried teas um everything i have is caffeine free i've been caffeine free and thc free for a long time because those things do not coincide very well with anxiety they do not like each other. They fucking freak out and just start punching each other. But there's... I just kind of wanted to do this because I want other people to understand that... Like, they know that they're not alone. But hearing somebody say it and hearing somebody say what their experience is... Having anxiety and how they feel... And stuff like that. It does make you feel a whole lot better. I know meeting um, my buddy Darren. And him telling me about his anxiety. And he has really bad panic attacks as well. It actually made me feel like I was definitely, definitely not alone. And that there is somebody else out there. And it kind of takes a bit of the edge off. That you're, you're not just some fucking outcast with mental problems. Because that's... That's a it's a horrible it's a horrible way to live knowing or thinking in your head that you are the only one like that even though you read about it that it's like one in five people have anxiety some form of anxiety whether it's a, a social anxiety or they have uh, a phobia um, they're fucking hypochondriac and they think they're dying every two minutes like there's a lot of people like that now and I think it's mostly I don't think the human brain is meant to deal with a lot of the shit that is going on in the world right now like 
like all this fucking social media and how the world's being run right now. I don't think that your mind is supposed to be dealing with that. You're supposed to be hunting and fucking beating each other over the head with rocks and looking for berries and stuff like that and fucking everything that moves. I don't think you're supposed to be sitting there taking pictures of your ass on Instagram and worried about how many people like you and your friends and stuff like that. It's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think everybody's supposed to be worrying about as much as we do every day. And I think a lot of people just handle it differently than others. And everybody has different backgrounds as well. A lot of people have, um, grown up in great households. Some have not, some have witnessed people dying. Somebody might've gotten stabbed or shot in front of them. Um, they could have had, uh, example that somebody's dad had a heart attack right in front of them and that was the last time they seen them they got to live with that for the rest of their life and those people more than likely are going to have some form of a mental issue that they're not going to want to deal with but they have to because that shit doesn't just correct itself it's it's something that needs to be talked about and understood you like you need to fully understand what the problem is, where it came from, and what you're gonna do to fucking resolve it. Like here, I gotta tell this this little story thing here, because I did anxiety treatment um, in the middle of December at this clinic. I'm still waiting for him to let me know if I could promote his uh his wellness center this guy is fucking amazing him and this lady they have a anxiety treatment program that i did it was in three sessions and i a hundred percent back it up and endorse it is worth every single penny but you do need to do it a little bit more you need to have more than one or two programs done but the so how he performed it like I'm gonna butcher the shit out of this but I'll just kind of sum it up how I remember it because I was literally in a different state I was it was in a completely different state of mind I don't even understand how the fuck it happened like I wasn't on anything I'm sure they weren't pumping anything into the into the air that's for sure but I had gotten um, uh, physiotherapy and I got massage treatment because I had some really bad pinched nerves in my neck and in my shoulders and I remember laying there on my back and it was like fairly dim uh, dim lighting and fuck, I'm gonna light this I've been holding this in my hand this whole time because I didn't want to do it, but I'm doing it anyways. But so this this anxiety treatment program. So I'm I'm laying there after getting um, like a full massage treatment, and I felt fucking phenomenal. I felt so great. Um, so I'm laying there, and the one girl is massaging like different pressure points in like my like the sides of my knees and in my feet and then she was working like my elbows and the back of my arms like the the back of your your biceps and triceps and all that good shit in here I don't know what which one they are I just know that I don't have them but she was massaged in different places I couldn't even tell where she was at any given time because I was just I was completely, it was almost like an out-of-body experience almost. But then um, my buddy, the the guy that's like running the actual anxiety treatment, he's kind of like talking to me. The way I, ex- I could explain it. Oh, my God, I have a drink. Sorry, guys. I'm just fucking giving her hard. So what it was, he's getting the pressure points like on the back of my neck and the sides of my head 
And I swear, from his voice, he sounded like he was really, really far away, but his voice was surrounding everywhere in the room. Okay? And then it felt like the the lady was massaging my feet still, but she was also massaging the backs of my arms, and then I could feel my wrists, and then the sides of my knees, and it was kind of like all blending in together. I could feel it everywhere. It was... I recommend doing this like everybody needs to experience this even if you don't have anxiety but we were we're doing this session and he starts talking to me now I'm gonna try and recreate how he explained this to me the best that I can but as I was laying there he says to me he says now we're gonna dig for your anxiety He's like, we're going to find where it is in your body because you're the one that's carrying it all the time. It's not something that's around you. It's not something that you run into. It's in your body physically. So all I hear is where in your body is your anxiety? And picture this as you're laying there with your eyes closed. You could hear like some deaf tones playing very, very faintly somewhere in the vicinity of where you are you can't really pinpoint where anything is so I could hear his voice far away but I could hear it everywhere it was coming from in in front of me behind me the sides underneath and top everywhere and he says where in your body is your anxiety and I said now Whenever he answers, asks these questions, I never hesitated for half a second. I knew what the answer was. And I, I swear I wasn't even conscious. So he says, where in your body is your anxiety? I said, it's in my mind. And he said, what shape is it? I said, it's a square or a cube. And he's like, what color is it? I said, red. Right away. That's the color I associate with danger and fire and all the bad things is always red. So for some reason, I went right to red. And he's like, can you touch it? I was like, yeah, I could actually fucking touch it right now. I'm like, I'm holding it. He's like, well, I want you to grab a hold of it. Don't go anywhere with it yet. He's like, we got to say goodbye to this shit. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'd rather just get rid of it. He's like, no. He's like, you need closure with this anxiety. It deserves it. And I was just thinking in my head, like, this anxiety could go and fuck itself. I'm going to boot it right out the window. But, so he starts telling me, he's like, you need to forgive your anxiety for being there. It doesn't know any better. I was like, thinking in my head like yeah this this is just a, a crock of shit at this point but it, I went along with it and I think it was for good reason like it was almost like I had a relationship with my anxiety and I had to get rid of it like it was like it's not you it's me you know you're, you're gonna find somebody better that type of thing but I I went along with it and I said you know it's time to go anxiety you gotta you gotta get out I have to move on like I, I have a, a new life I want to pursue and literally once I said that and he's like say your goodbyes and I literally just went goodbye and as soon as he did that as, as soon as I said that he had let go of these pressure points and I swear him and this chick because the, the two people working on me at the same time I swear they were perfectly in sync and they both let go of me at the same time. And then everything that I felt like I could feel where that one, the lady was massaging my pressure points and stuff like that. And where he was massaging pressure points on my neck and my head, all those were all like merging together. They all just fucking dissipated like instantly they were gone and I felt nothing. And I was laying there on this bed and it was, it was a heated bed, too. It was so nice. It was almost like a, a sensory deprivation tank, but without the water. 
but I was laying there and all I heard was okay whenever you're ready come on out and I heard the door close and somehow in my mind right away as soon as I heard the door close I opened up my eyes I got up and I put my shoes on I grabbed my jacket and I walked out but in reality I was actually in there for another 15 minutes that I had completely gapped out. I don't remember. Like, in my head, I got up as soon as that door closed. I got up and I walked out. But apparently, I laid in there for 15 minutes. When I came out, I closed the door and I walked down the hallway and they were both standing there at the front counter, like, getting ready to say, you know, how would you feel and stuff with that and get the result and they kind of looked at me confused I was like I was like oh is there something up they're just like you're all right I was like yeah I'm, I'm fine I'm like I feel fucking great it's just like oh you're just you're in there for a while we, we're, we're actually just going to come and check on you and I was like well I was under the assumption that you closed the door I got up put put my shoes on I grabbed my coat and I left and they're like no you were in there for 15 minutes afterwards we were actually getting worried I was like I don't remember that whatsoever I don't I don't realize that that happened and he's like wow we, we haven't had a, a powerful experience like that in quite a few years and then I explained to them how it felt to me during the, the whole process and everything it was really crazy so I got uh I, I definitely gave them my thumbs up. I will be recommending it when I do. Uh, as soon as I get the go-ahead, I'll let everybody know where that is and um, those those two people's names because they're fucking amazing at what they do. And I, I am going to continue doing it because it worked that well. It's just that this time of year is not really a time to be spending money. So... Even though it's for your health, uh, I just got to work my way into doing that again. But I kind of want everybody to be open with me. Like, if you guys have anxiety, like I'm already seeing some right now. Um, if you have anxiety, you need somebody to just vent to. You want to tell me what your anxiety is like. Um, things that help you. Anything like that feel free reach out to me in any way that you want to you could message the podcast on instagram on facebook whatever you like i want to be here for anybody else that's dealing with this um i don't know if i want to get too much into depression today just because that's a really that that's a pretty deep rabbit hole to get into um majority of people have suffered with it or do suffer with it um it's it's just something that goes along with life and it's it's all about treating and managing it just like anything else um and i think i'm gonna throw a stress management on with that depression for the next podcast as well um, maybe i'll do another one this week and we'll kind of dip into a few of those topics because everybody is going through this these same things and a lot of people aren't dealing with it and they're expected you know I have a family to take care of I get a job to deal with I got bills to pay I don't have time to be dealing with that that's literally the blue-collar life we value work and family and nothing else it's Nobody really cares too much of themselves and what kind of damage they're doing to themselves by not paying attention to what your body's telling you. And that's something that I want to kind of open up to everybody. You're not you're not weak for asking for help by any means at all. Um, some people respond better to medication. Some people don't. Uh, some people it could be something as simple as diet change. Um, I have a friend that completely cured her anxiety by just 
cutting out a few things out of her diet, like bread and stuff with that, because it was just messing up her hormone balance. Um, a lot of people aren't that lucky, though. Like myself, I've tried absolutely everything, and I'm still trying things to this day, um, almost 13 years later. So the main thing is to not give up. There's, um, what's that app called? The, oh, it's called Calm. If I don't know if you can get on Android or not. I'm sure you can, but the, it's this app called Calm, and it is a fucking treat. I love that app. I use it as much as I can. It's great for meditation. Um, I started meditating a couple years ago. I'm not as persistent with it as I should be. I should be doing it like every day, but maybe I'll I'll enforce it now. Um, they have adult, they're called adult bedtime stories. Now you put these on and it's basically like an adult telling a story in the most calming, soothing voice you've ever heard in your life. And I almost challenge somebody, lay in a bed, get yourself as comfy as possible Put one of these on and sit it beside your nightstand or wherever. And I dare you to try and stay awake to listen to the whole thing. I haven't done it yet. And I have a really bad sleeping problem. And they're they're like 15 to 25 minutes long. And I haven't made it to the end of a single one while I'm laying in bed. I don't know what it is. It's the certain tones and... The, the words, they're like the most calming words I've ever heard in my life. And I definitely recommend getting it. I actually like splurged and upgraded so I could get all the stories. And there's like, you know, Matthew McConaughey will tell you a story and stuff with that to go to bed. He's just like, rest your arms and at your side and just think of absolutely nothing or think of your your happiest moment in your life and stuff like that and then he just tells a story it's it's really really good i've been hoping that uh neil degrasse tyson is going to put some on there because i will definitely go to sleep that every day his his voice is like sleeping on a cloud it's really nice but um if anybody has any kind of input suggestions uh, if they want to talk about anything, I'm always here for you guys. we got to be all here for each other. That's the way the world's supposed to be in the first place. We're supposed to be a big fat-ass community, and now we're just a bunch of fat asses. But um, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I know for a lot of people that aren't into this kind of stuff, it was probably painful to listen to, but... I definitely feel so much better getting all that off my chest. I feel so much lighter, not physically, because I'm still fat and I'm doing keto right now. So I'm having like uh, like withdrawal symptoms and everything like that, which is kind of shitty. But I'm starting to feel a lot better, and I'm hoping that the uh, kind of fixing up my gut health and stuff that doing keto is going to help my anxiety as well. So kind of give you updates on that maybe in a couple of weeks see how i feel um and i'm not drinking anymore either this is actually uh the first podcast i've done with no alcohol i'm just drinking uh fucking good old vitamin water here but i appreciate everybody that's supported the podcast it's it means a lot this is obviously i don't make any money off this i'm literally doing it for pure entertainment for myself and everybody that ends up listening to it so thanks to everybody that listens and go and follow the podcast youtube and uh facebook instagram obviously fucking listening to it anyways and you kind of get to watch it now which is pretty cool it's not very professional yet but we're getting everything set up and organized a little bit better we got some pretty good equipment in here now now we just need cameras and some decor because it's kind of uh like it's pretty cool stuff but still it'll get better one day at a time that's what everybody got 
everybody's got to live just one day at a time don't be fucking worrying about what you're gonna do next week or how many eggs you're gonna gonna have on saturday with breakfast just fucking relax tomorrow's not even promised anyways so just everybody do some meditation think about really happy things and remember to breathe breathing is the most important thing right on thank you everybody peace